listen to this. New research says that a third of U.S. workers could lose their jobs to automation by 2030. But it'll swing back when the robots are fired for sexual harassment. Um, well, that reminds me, we've got to get to this uh, really well-thought-out listener email from Mark um, on the different degrees of sexual harassment we oh, all ought to agree on. I want to hear that. Thought-provoking. Supreme Court is going to weigh in on sports betting. Yeah, I heard about this. Is that a whether or not it ought to be legal or not? Well, yeah, a lot of states want to get it going, but Congress passed a federal ban a number of years ago on sports betting, and so states are like, look, everybody's betting anyway. Get a, let us get a piece of this. That's a tough one. Or is it? Um, is it? Is it like prostitution? Is it one of those things that, yeah, it's happening, you can't stop it, but let's keep it illegal or it'll just just take over the world? Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like speeding. If you post 65, people might go 80, but they won't go 90. Yeah, it's that idea. Yeah, is that what it is? A loose leash. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I. You know me. I'm a libertarian type. I think if people make stupid decisions, stupid should hurt. I'm not sure Hard that works. Hard to keep people from uh, from their uh, their own uh, evils. Yeah. I want that to work. Yes. I'm not sure it works though. What if it turns out that humankind, human beings just aren't capable of controlling themselves when it comes to gambling. Well, then they'll die out and we'll have a planet of the apes. <laughs> Which I get the sense you're rooting for. Kind of. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. I do love the apes. But every year at Super Bowl time, I'm amused by the fact that there's like $20 million bet legally on the billion, Super Bowl. you mean? No, million. Oh, legally. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like $20 million legally and then yeah. like $8 <laughs> billion spent illegally. Right. And it makes you wonder, why? What's, what, 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 what are we doing here? Yeah. So I, I would argue, you know, going back to my previous metaphor, that we're posting the speed limit at 20 and going 80. On the other uh, hand, walk around downtown any major city and see all the massage parlors that are open in the middle of the night and talk about prostitution being illegal. And, you know, what is that? Right. So similar, similar thing. Yeah, I don't I, I don't have any problem with sports, but I've been betting on sports forever. Everybody I know, all the dudes I know virtually will throw a few bucks down at least Super Bowl time. I just it's it's everywhere, everywhere. And with sports betting being so easy to do online, like well, right. these kind of boundaries that like anybody who wants to, you're you're just making them go to some sort of offshore website. Right. You know, Sean, that is the key point. Yeah. So it's based in Barbados and yeah. not, you know, I don't know, you know, Reading. Um, who cares? You can, you know, the whole we can't have a franchise in Las Vegas thing, which is obviously gone now because the, the hockey's there and, and football's about to be. Um, you can stand on the 50-yard line. At Mile High Stadium in Denver, and bet fifty thousand dollars on the game you're attending. The next play on your phone, sure, yeah. If they have some sort of weird prop, yeah. So it's it's a question of who's getting the tax money at this point. Mm. So there's that. Also, this story that came out last week talked about it a little bit. Um, didn't get much attention anywhere but Fox. White House releases explosive tally of uh, chain migration. For the first time, the White House said the federal government has counted the green cards issued between 2005 and 2015 to migrants admitted through family preference. For the first time, they bothered to count. How interesting. Yeah. So why do you think that is? That they haven't been keeping track of, or at least telling us the number of people that come in with what they call chain migration. Right. That is, 
I got in, so now I'm going to bring in my wife and kids. Sure. Or whoever. Right. Different people qualify in different places for different reasons. Mm-hmm. It's the fullest portrait of chain migration ever developed because you know why? Because neither the Democrats or the Republicans want you to know the answer. Uh, During the 10-year time frame, the U.S. permanently resettled roughly 9.3 million new immigrants on the basis of family ties. That's more than 70% of all the new immigration in that period. So more than 70% of the immigration, legal immigration, during that 10-year period was the chain migration stuff. That's amazing. It is amazing, in which case uh, Tom Cotton, Republican senator of Arkansas, said, we have a situation where current immigrants determine who future immigrants will be, independent of their ability to be contributory to our economy. We don't have any like particular standard or reason for letting these people in, other than it's just family members. Right, right. And then family members of family members, once the, the original people get status, et cetera, et cetera. And the primary driver of a low-cost labor is this chain migration thing. So any yeah. of those industries that have been disrupted, upended, changed completely, it's because of the chain migration deal. Yeah. And that's not in theory on purpose, although I would say in actuality, since the government wasn't keeping stats or releasing them, it is on purpose. Sure, yeah, both parties. Yeah, now, Mike, the charming fellow who wrote the note we quoted earlier, normally I can tolerate the partially informed idiocy that falls out of Jack's mouth. Mm. Partially at best. Right. Um, he goes on to say, Please try to be at least minimally informed before inciting hatred against the legal immigrants who provide this country with the population growth and skilled labor that we won't be getting from your soft, spoiled children with their useless degrees in anthropology Ah, or ethnic studies. That's trolling. Oh, yeah. That's just trolling. I'm not going to react to that. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. And this guy goes on at some length. His PS is also racist and just absolutely boiling with hate, which which is interesting since people on his side are always accusing other people of hate. I don't hate anybody. I don't hate anybody for any reason. I would like the United States to have a coherent immigration policy, pass it as law, then enforce it. And from Mike's point of view, that makes me just a a bitter, hateful person. I think you have psychological problems, Mike, and I pray that someday you'll get help for them. Every other country does that? I guess they're racist. Right, against Um, Mexicans. Um... uh, So we talked about this a lot earlier in the show. We should probably mention it here. We're raising money this week. Yeah, with your help, we're doing, uh, we're helping some people who are just amazing, helping our injured warriors at the time of their greatest need. The name of the organization is Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. And what they do as these kids come home from war, injured with post traumatic stress, et cetera, helping them heal, helping them get home for the holidays, helping them transition to civilian life. It's just, it's unreal. It's heartwarming. It's tear-jerking. It's astonishing. And uh, we expect it to take a while for you to to hear enough to understand exactly what it is that we're asking you to donate to, just like it did with Fisher House when we started. How, how many people had knew what Fisher House was before we started talking about it years ago and raised millions of dollars? Mm-hmm. Well, now we're doing that We're for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We've already raised a fair amount. I think we should do a little update here to show you where we are. Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll! We are currently at $20,500. Ooh, solid, solid start. That's a good start. Our goal is 300 GER by the end of the week, and I expect honestly to blow past that. I certainly hope to. Yeah, that'd be a ton of money. Oh, um, yeah. We just didn't know with a, with a new charity that we're going to have to explain to you what it is, and it's, it's a kind of unique concept, a unbelievable need. It should already be filled. 
Yeah. But it, it is a great concept. Hope. So, listen, the other day I had a day full of medical tests. I described it in excruciating detail, if you happen to be listening. And it was a drag. It was tiring. It was exhausting. It was discouraging. It was depressing, blah, blah, blah. And so you get these these guys and gals who get hurt so badly um, in many cases. And one of the things we're doing with your donations is we're buying airline tickets so that everybody can go home to be with mom and dad, brothers and sisters, aunts and aunts, even husband, wife, etc., um, for Christmas where it's, you know, I think the average is something like 150 bucks a ticket, something like that. But we're, we're trying to fly these guys home for Christmas. And, you know, some, I think somebody texted or emailed, doesn't the government pay for that? You get a plane ticket, you know, for your injury once, one time. So you can go home. There are guys at Balboa Hospital, it's the Navy Hospital at uh, Balboa, I can never remember the formal name, but it's the giant medical center in San Diego that serves kids from all over the country who are hurt. Um, There are guys there who have been rehabbing, getting operations, follow-up counseling for five years. Five years they haven't been home. And we want to fly them home for Christmas. Which is pretty cool. Now, the stuff Freedom Station does on an ongoing basis with rehab and counseling and all sorts of is amazing. Go read about it at armstrongandgettyradio.com. But at the very least, let's get these guys home for Christmas. Um, there an article in the New York Times over the weekend. Psychiatrists warn about Trump's mental state. I'll hit you with a few highlights of that. Oh, I just boy. think that is so... Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing. So it doesn't sound good to me. So incredibly out of bounds, though. By anybody who's in the profession, the idea of diagnosing people based on what you see on television. (laughs) Plus, the new scale for sexual harassment. I think we need to get to that. Got to. Got to. Uh, USA Today has an article today about how it's, to a certain extent, a New York City problem, it would seem. With a lot of big-time, heavyweight, powerful people in New York City who have run afoul of this. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Warning, warning, the slot. President Trump knew we had a show tonight, so he was kind enough to go on Twitter and do half of our job for us. He said I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. Oh, thanks, man. I got it from here. (laughs) So you knew Flynn lied and then asked Comey to stop his investigation? That's obstruction. Who's your lawyer? Oh, right, the oatmeal guy. (laughs) You know what the crazy thing is, is that as bad as this looks, this is still Donald Trump we're talking about. And I've heard people say, oh, there's no way Trump walks from this one at least 38 times already. But this slippery bastard is still the president somehow. I mean, what else does the FBI need? They have a 95% conviction rate, a high-ranking snitch, and a confession on Twitter. So if this next year Donald Trump isn't in prison corn-rolling some brother named Lunch Meets Hair, then damn it, I want the oatmeal guy as my lawyer, too. <laughs> So well, that's, that's some even-handed analysis. Well, that's pretty interesting. I mean, that's perception. It's in a lot of the media that, oh, clearly we're working toward the obstruction thing, except for... And jail time. Except for Professor Dershowitz of Harvard, who is a big-time Clinton supporter. Mm-hmm. I mean, campaigned for her, um, saying, no, there's no way this is obstruction. It just isn't. There's no way. 
Right. It can't be legally speaking. Well, does his analysis sell more commercials or does old what's his name's? You know, it's all about commercials. Nobody's selling truth. They're selling commercials. They're trying to get you whipped up into your camps. I must just be well camp whip up. Maybe it appeals to my laziness. Like I don't want to get worked up about things or spend time reading about things that aren't gonna happen. Right. I, I will not listen to nor speak a single word on the stupid tax thing until they get done with the conference committee and I understand what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose, you know, in a healthy democracy, we're debating it as our representative is getting ready to vote and then offering up our input to him or her. But that's ridiculous. That's not the way it happens. The lobbyists write the law, whatever party is in power. Then uh, votes for it. The party that's out of power, they don't get a single vote for it, the rest of it. Then they call each other Satan, and we all go back to our well, homes. Boy, I, I'll tell you, I heard um, uh, one of your big Republican strategists say... How big? Six four, six five. Uh In mm-hmm. terms of controlling money and stuff, he's big. And um, he said, Democrats take the House, there is going to be an impeachment. That's just the mood of the country right now mm-hmm. for that side. You know, I could believe it. Everything about the whole Trump story since he announced has been, well, this has never happened before. Oh, it just happened. I mean, it's just all been that way. And we might just be at a time now where opposition party controls the House. It's There's going to be an impeachment. Wow. Wouldn't have happened in the past, but I could. that wouldn't shock me, would it you? We're just into a new era now. Then Republicans vanish into the hills with a knife in their teeth and a bandana on their head and vow vengeance. Next time the rules are reversed, they impeach you, whomever. Yeah, well, if the Republicans still have the Senate, they wouldn't convict him, so then it would stop there. But right. the, the the House would have uh, fulfilled the the you know the, the 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 howl of their supporters, sure, by going through the whole process and getting to give all those speeches. If you remember the Clinton impeachment, yeah, and boy, that'll eat up a lot of time and energy. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then, and then will we just be into a a mode where if you're president? And the other party has the house, you get impeached. <laughs> I mean, just that's the way it is from here on out. Sure, sure. Because the Constitution really doesn't say anything about the criteria. And right. don't throw high crimes and misdemeanors at me. If the House votes for it, then you're impeached. Yeah. And if the Senate convicts, you're done. Yeah. I don't think we need that. Where does this end? Is it possible to get so crazy like that? That uh, everybody, it's one of those kumbaya moments, or it's like the famous Christmas truce during World War One, where both sides come out of their foxholes and right. exchange gifts and sing O Tannenbaum or something. That'd be an odd reaction to an impeachment, but I, <laughs> I think you see my point. Jack the halls with. <laughs> you know, it's June. Um, they'll realize we're all humans here. We're all Americans here. This has gone. This has gotten too ugly. Um, I don't know. I doubt it, but I'd like to hope that there's something like that, at least, you know, it could put, out that, there in the uh, the atmosphere. That could take many years to happen, to go well, through that process. The Trump years are going to yield something. Yeah. Something significant. What that is, I can't even begin to guess. Right. The swamp being drained. No. Never that's... another celebrity president for 50 years. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think the least likely outcome is the swamp being drained. Unfortunately. Yeah, I I don't know. Swamp has a lot of power on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, we go full on impeachment, though. Be good for talk radio, I guess. You know, when it's darkest, Jack, before the dawn. That's my attitude.
Good for you. So let's just keep moving forward, America. Why are you laughing at me? Stop it. <laughs> let's keep moving forward. Right, exactly. And greet the brand new day with courage. Courage. <sighs> so have you gone to armstrongandgettyradio.com yet to give to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station or at least learn more about it? No, it's not the other one with the similar name. The name matters. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Give generously. They're doing miraculous work. All volunteers. Don't spend a single dollar on salaries. We'll do another. Oh, and they're, they're trying to open up a second Freedom Station. That's the dream. So they can help more guys and gals as they're coming back for their surgeries from all around the country and, 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 and getting the help they so desperately need. That's what I'd like to uh, pull off long term as we do this several years in a row. But And we build Freedom Station, too. Right? Yeah, that'd be great. Update later this hour. How complicated is this sex thing? The new categories are oh, uh, it's not complicated per se. Uh, this uh, this guy, it's uh, Mark, who's a fag fawn, a friend of Armstrong and Getty for a while now. <laughs> fag fawn um, has said, guys, you keep lamenting the term sexual harassment is too vague. I've created the following scale based on <laughs> where where does he live? Um, Channel 7's Storm Tracker to help us better understand the situation. So there are seven levels. I'm sorry, no, there are five levels. And and I'm not endorsing all of this, but I think it's a framework anyway to discuss. Level one, sexual harassment, light, clothes on, no physical contact, off-color jokes, unwanted passes, persistent advances after rejection. Just being obnoxious, not knowing when to be cool. That's level one. Level two. Mild, clothes on, physical contact, little grope, little butt squeeze, unwanted, aggressive kissing. That's your uh, Al Franken Franken level. That's level two. That's mild of five. Level three major. Aggressive kissing is mild. Got it. Well, yeah. (laughs) Aggressive is mild. Well, level three major. Male clothes off, woman clothes on, often involves a robe. See Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Rose. Right. Oh, that reminds me. What did you think of that song they did on Saturday night with the girls talking about, guys, you think this is a nightmare? That was interesting. You ought to be a woman. We should talk about that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, number one, with their usual excesses, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I thought I made a good point. My favorite line, nothing good happens in a van. Yeah. <laughs> women, they were singing a song making the point that it's always been this way. We've known it's this way forever. Right. We women, right. you're just finding out. Congratulations. Right. So House of Cards has been ruined. Here are the things that have been ruined for us. And they talk about parking lots, walking home at night, vans, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought I thought it was pretty well done, honestly. Anyway, so uh, level three, uh, the, the Harvey Weinstein, Charlie Rose stuff. Number four, level four, severe. You know, close off, coerced sexual activity due to fear and or desire for career advancement. Matt Lauer, one button sex dungeon, etc. <laughs> Although the one lady, the one lady, it sounded like rape to me. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know a lot about I, it. I don't either. Sometimes somebody gets in the middle of something consensual and and can have a panic attack or whatever. Um, because they realize, you know, what they're doing is wrong or ill-advised or whatever. Lauer's but, wife took off with the kids over the weekend. Yeah, headed to a fern land, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then level five extreme, you know, rape. Um, so maybe Harvey Weinstein, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's been accused of level two sexual harassment. I think that's kind of a useful framework. God, you look good in that tight sweater today. Oh, yeah. Is different from raping somebody. 
Speaking of Saturday Night Live, what did you think? Did you watch U2 sing their income inequality preachy song? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. sorry I missed that. Please stop. Shut up, Bono. Shut up, Bono. God, and I love Bono. It opened with like a one-minute like little movie with pictures of hungry and people with lots of stuff and just oh, and the, and then and he had a bullhorn and it's just oh well no, he had a bullhorn what happened to good what happened to melody yes the horn section yes what's coming up in your news marshal president trump doubling down on his support for former national security advisor michael flynn the feds getting ready to install new anti-missile defense systems all along the west coast and watch what you feed millennials. They're a picky bunch. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Bono, go back to th- th- curing dread diseases and quit with the confiscating people's money. Wrecking your bike. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Interesting to watch the morning TV shows, not just cable news, but Good Morning America Today show going so big on the obstruction of justice thing. I would think, I mean, it's one man's opinion, but I would think that Professor Dershowitz of Harvard coming forward so strongly saying there's no chance of that here would kind of dampen that talk, but it hasn't. No, no. Like I said, they're selling commercials, not truth. Although we'll see where this ends up. I could be wrong. I fully admit that. Hey, uh, just a quick note. Sorry for the frank uh, language here, folks, in advance, but you thieving bastards listening to the podcast, you need to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station to cleanse your soul, my friends. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com, learn about this incredible organization, and give as generously as you can give till it hurts. News now with Marsha Phillips. He is certainly not letting up. President Trump accusing the FBI now of ruining Michael Flynn's life. The POTUS defending his former national security advisor for lying to the FBI. Trump calling him a great man and then going on to add... Hillary Clinton on the 4th of July weekend went to the FBI, not under oath. It was the most incredible thing anyone's ever seen. She lied many times. Nothing happened to her. Flynn lied and it's like... They ruined his life. Did Hillary lie to the FBI? I thought she lied to the public and the press, but told the FBI the truth. That was my understanding and of it. And Comey came out and pointed out all the things yeah. she said in private that contradicted what she'd been saying publicly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I have a terrible memory for those things, though, so I don't What know. difference at this point does it make? Yeah, right. Roy Moore has tweeted his thanks for President Donald Trump's endorsement. Moore is the Republican candidate for Alabama's special election for the U.S. Senate seat, created after Jeff Sessions became the Attorney General. Moore saying he can't wait to help Trump drain the swamp. How come you haven't done your Roy Moore in a while? You think it's too serious now? Uh, I don't know. I just hadn't thought of it. Because it's really good. Yeah, I don't know. I really like it. Okay. Give us a little Roy Moore. I don't know. Just a little. Come on. I'm tired. I mean, you wait from tomorrow. He's going to get elected to the U.S. Senate, likely. Let me, uh, I got to do my, uh, what's what's that acting school? Stravinsky or Machinsky? My son would know. Method acting. Oh, yeah. I need yeah, to do my method acting. Yeah. Give me a minute to get in the right space. Sandra. Okay. 
I'm not uh, rooting nor tooting at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> a report is saying a U.S. agency charged with protecting the U.S. from missile attacks is now scouting the West Coast for places to deploy new anti-missile defenses. You can use my backyard. It'll cost you. Reuters is reporting West Coast defenses likely include something called Terminal High Altitude Area Defense Anti-Ballistic Missiles. Or Tarblinum. It is. (laughs) It is similar to those deployed in South Korea to protect against a potential North Korean attack. And you have got... You have got the drugstore giant CVS Health. This is a, could be a major development in the way oh, we handle health care. Yeah, I think it's going to change the way we go to the doctor. I had completely failed to appreciate the significance of this story. Marshall, hip us. CVS Health is buying the health insurer Aetna in order to push a whole lot more deeper into customer care. The evolution is not going to happen over overnight. But in time, shoppers could find more clinics in CVS stores and more health services they can receive through the network of nearly 10,000 locations that the company has built up. It's a $70 billion deal. It was announced last night, and the result could uh, could end up with uh, dramatically lowering costs to both CVS and Aetna, and then hopefully getting passed on to customers. A lot of times now you're going to be able to combine your services. If you uh, buy Aetna insurance, you'll be able to go into CVS and get a whole range of different medical procedures taken care of. You know, basic things, vaccinations, things like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, I heard it described in the Wall Street Journal as a, a lot of your in and out stuff you do at the doctor, you'll be able to do now at CVS. Right. And this deal could set off a wave of additional mergers because, remember, Amazon is poised to enter the drug business in some fashion. So they may may be eyeing a similar marriage between themselves and another health insurance company. This has got to drive the price down at least temporarily because Amazon's about driving everybody out of business. Then the price will go back up again. It is probably not a surprise considering how foodie millennials are that a new survey's found members of their generation sean are the pickiest eaters the survey commissioned by godaddy found millennials are almost twice as likely to feel that a meal isn't up to standards compared to those people over age 55 they're also pickier about which restaurants they choose and how they decide where to eat when to eat including an eatery's online and social media presence and the reviews they find there and millennials are apparently the generation most likely to refuse to tip the wait staff if they're unhappy with the service provided. Mm. Well, young people are cheap. Every every waiter or waitress in America will tell you the same thing. I see a table full of young people, I'm prepared to get screwed. It was the same back when I was bussing tables. I think that's part of it. They're just broke and tight. And one final note, talking about Matt Lauer. He is not going to be getting a final salary from NBC after getting fired over sexual misconduct claims. The former Today Show uh, and his lawyers were reportedly going for a multi-million dollar payout for the rest of his 2018 contract, but the network said it will not be paying him beyond his final day of work last week. We'll do it for half that. Lauer was honest offer, NBC. You got one day to make a decision. Jack and I will come host your damn show. You're getting twice the host for half the cost. Right. What is that, six and a half mil each? I'll do it for that. I haven't seen any rumblings about who's going to replace him as the biggest deal at NBC News. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Nothing. He was going going for $30 million. He wanted $30 million as walk-away money. 
<laughs> and they were going, uh, I'm sorry. So the woman that Bill O'Reilly paid, what did he pay her? $30 million? About 30. Remember, we 30 were sh- million? Remember how shocked we yeah. were? Yeah. yeah, so the, the the totals are forty five million. One of those was a thirty two million dollars settlement. That can't even be. But go on, thirty two million dollars. So she's now oh, suing. They no. suck. So this is not not yeah. her. This is a, this is a known person. We still don't know who got the okay. thirty two million. This is a different accuser. Got much less. But she is she is now suing Bill O'Reilly and Fox News, saying that part of their settlement agreement, Fox and Bill O'Reilly went against that by making comments that made her out to seem like a liar or she's an extortionist. Going to have to pay again. Oh. I think she saw that $32 million figure and said, hey, wait a minute. That could be. Yeah, really. That yeah, when is a settlement extortion? Depends on what was done, I guess. I but think a lot of women around America who have sued these scumbags in the past thought, you can get that kind of money? I sued Harvey Weinstein for $50,000. Right. That's a good. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get a show, The Voice of the West. But under the new tax plan, you'll net 5000 something. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody seems to actually know. I have, I have a quick question. Do we know if it's retroactive to this year or not? Have we figured that out yet? And first I heard it was, but I don't know at this I'd point. I hadn't heard anything uh, after initial reports. Uh-uh. Normal. It's a pretty big deal since you've got an election coming up in November of next year. I mean, if people have their taxes hit in April, for better or worse, it will have an effect on the election. If the Republicans actually believe most people are going to be happy with it, they would want it retroactive, right? They want people going yes. to the polls with more money in their pocket. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's another angle to that I forgot to mention. We also have a little clip of that song from Saturday Night Live that they put together about men finally figuring out it's always been this way for women. And Sean's little feature, what's it called? Damned Stories if you... we won't be oh, yeah. covering. I thought it was damned if you do. No, nope. <laughs> that was a different, different feature. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome to hell. Our situation's bad since we got boobs, the women sing. Ah, yes. On Saturday Night Live. The boob, a blessing and a curse. <laughs> My wife's reading a book uh, over the weekend. Uh, it's a woman who knows about something or other. doesn't make any difference. But anyway, this woman who's uh, autistic, didn't know it at the time in the 40s or whenever it was that mm-hmm. she went to see the famous psychiatrist B.F. Skinner, if you took even a psychology class in your life. Please. You'll remember B.F. Skinner. Skinner. Who felt her up. As an autistic uh. young person, while he was checking her out. Now, this book was written years ago, long before this whole thing happened. Yeah. She just mentions it in passing in her book. Yeah. But, uh, good lord. So, people in position of power who could get away with it have been doing this sort of stuff forever. Wow. B.F. Skinner is a scumbag. You allegedly. just never know who's, who's kinked. 
Brilliant does not guarantee anything, including any decency. There's a chance that brilliant, powerful, and wealthy increases the likelihood. I don't know. Power corrupts, they say. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we have time. Not a lot, but we have time for the stories we won't be covering because we're out of time with Positive Sean. Sean, what's your first headline? Starting off, slightly uh, pop princess from the early aughts, Pink, is raising her child, uh, both of her kids, as general neutral. We are living in a very labelless household, the pop star said of her family with motorcycle racer Carrie Hart. Last week, Willow told me she's... His, his, uh, her husband's got a girl name. That's why they're doing this. Right? <laughs> Carrie? Last, last week, her, her daughter Willow told me that she is going to uh, marry an African woman. I was like, great. Can you teach me how to make African food? That's cultural food appropriation. <laughs> do, do we have an age on the kids? Uh, young, less than 10. Raising um, them genderless. Which you'd... Uh, You'd have to push that upon them. It's an activist position in itself. Yeah, Yeah, and I think you're really messing with their minds, but what do I know? And it's not all profits with Bitcoin. One silly mistake caught this early Bitcoin investor up to $100 billion. There was $74 million in pounds with the uh, the equation to the American currency that's close to $100 billion. And we got, or $1 billion rather. Uh, we got a, uh, he he had a external hard drive, which this cryptocurrency was saved on. He started mining these Bitcoins in 2009. Whatever the frig that means. And uh, Mining Bitcoins. Don't get hung up. <laughs> and then at some point, uh, he was clearing out some things. His, his laptop that he initially did that on, it was no longer good, but he saved the hard drive because he knew his Bitcoin keys were saved on that. But that hard drive found its way into the bottom of a landfill. He's now trying to convince... The landfill that uh, to seek permission that he could go to the landfill and seek the laptop. You think he can he can approximate its its depth based on the day that he believes it was oh, wow. it was dropped off in there through the garbage. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, or hire others to do so for us. So the downside of, cur- of Bitcoin. Yeah, what kind of currency is based on? You gotta have you gotta be able to find your hard drive to get your money. Anyway, are redheads superheroes? A new book uh, called the Big Redhead Book is saying that despite. Americans being just a mere 2% of the population. Redheads? Yes. The rarest combination being red uh, red hair with blue eyes. Mm. There is much research that uh, redheads have many things the rest of us do not. Research Frankles, indicates sunburns. They have higher <laughs> thresholds for pain, need less vitamin D than the rest of us, thanks to the MCIR gene mutation, which gives their hair its hue. Higher thresholds for pain? Yeah. Uh, the, test the, that. Come over here. Redheaded <laughs> women can tolerate up to 25% more pain than people with other hair colors. Hey, Red, here's uh, a fork in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another, hey, hey. Another yeah. study out of Oslo found that red-haired women feel less pain when pricked by a pin. Still, and also they are harder Who's to sedate as well. Who's redheaded women with pins? Your What's average redhead takes you? 20% more hey, of general anesthetic to put them out. That's really I, interesting. I got a new uh, study I'm going to do. I need a bunch of volunteers. Yeah, I'll tell you what we're going to do when you get here. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to submit redhead, blue-eyed people to pain to see how much you can handle. Hey, Red, we're going to jab you with a pin. What do you think of that? And those are the stories we won't be covering. That is Good. an interesting thing that goes along with being Redheaded and blue eyed. Oh, I gotta talk about Tylenol tomorrow. They found out scientists have studied they think Tylenol kills or well, cuts emotional pain. Oh really? Yeah, seriously. Is that good or bad? Talk, take a couple of Tylenol, you're feeling left out, alienated, whatever, take a couple you feel better about. Gotta it. talk about that tomorrow, definitely. That's, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? And now final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> oh, God. Here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> it's so funny. Positive Sean, final thought. 
Yes, shout out to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Four hours in, we are $26,000 yes, in. That's, that's a, a good, good start. It's a good start, but that's all it is. It's a start. We must do better. That's right. Give generously, everybody. Marshall Phillips, final thought. I just want to let you know I donated to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station this morning. Took me about 45 seconds. Wow. I donated in the in the name of my late dad, who was a major in the Army. Fantastic, can, Marsh. Yeah, you can do that, too. Donate in, uh, you know, in the name of a loved one. Wonderful idea. Hey, Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, instead of taking your cash and buying a glow-in-the-dark shoe, Horn or a Donald Trump Shia pet. <laughs> Donate to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Give generously. Thank you, Michael and Jack. Uh, your final thought? Not as wholesome as the other final thoughts. Marshall, I was in the lunchroom there, and someone said to me, I just saw Marshall Phillips come in, buy a bag of chips, open it, eat one chip, and then put the bag into the cabinet. Is that what you do? That's what I do, Add yes. chip? Why do you put the bag in the cabinet? Because if I had the chip sitting next to me at my desk, I would eat the bag in like Three minutes. So you, you allow yourself to have one chip every now and then throughout one, the day? One or two chips. You walk all the way back to the kitchen, have the one or two chips, walk back, burns off the calories you got from the chips. Wow, that's astounding yeah. self-control. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good for you, I think. Uh, my final thought is, number one, give generously as you can to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Just go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. There's a giant banner right there. You can't possibly miss it. Give till it hurts. I am now going to go home, or at least soon, and see whether my new dog has eaten my house or not. I have high hopes and low expectations. You avoided the puppy thing, though. Our puppy, Pug Puppy, yacked three times on the uh, living room carpet on Saturday. Mm. Good times. Was it drinking? Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people would thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about, you have an opinion, you have a question, whatever, we'd love to hear from you. Give to this incredible organization that works miracles for our young men and women in uniform when they need it the most, armstrongandgettyradio.com. We'll be talking about it all week. The goal is three hundred grand. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I mean, at any other time in history, the headline, President Openly Accuses Man of Murder, would probably make the front page. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.